should be coming on any second. Yo, what's up? What's going on? <laughs> guten Tag. Guten Tag, guten Tag, mein Freund. <laughs> yeah, so uh, my name, everybody calls me Darkside. It's a okay. pleasure to meet you. Um, I'm from the Moto Expod Show, but I want to thank a Cherubis Motorsports and Cherubis USA for letting me do this. Just so you know, when I was in high school, and I don't remember much, I took German. So I can count. Yeah. I can count to 10. That's about all I can do. It's a hard <laughs> language to learn. Yeah, it's a really hard language. I know, like, everybody is struggling with German, like, especially also, like, when we were talking to other people, they always say, yeah, Spanish or Italian, it's way easier. And then you come to German, it's, like, so strict and, like, bam, bam, <laughs> yeah. bam, bam, bam. But, yeah, yeah it's for yeah, me, well, hey. language, so I, I'm, I'm proud where I'm from, so. Yes, definitely. sir. <laughs> well, it's an honor to get a chance to meet you. I'll be real honest. I didn't really, I don't really follow Enduro. When they gave me a chance to do this, and I started watching some of your videos, yeah. that's gnarly. Like what you do, I wouldn't even want to try. Um, uh, very, very thanks, impressive. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. So let's get into this. You don't have a lot of time. So um, first of all, congratulations. You're the 2019 winner of the World Enduro Super Series. Um, what was that like for you winning that championship? How did that feel? How I mean, it had to be a long journey to get there, but the, to finally win that thing, what was that like? Yeah, totally. Like last year was such a cool year, you know, like I always had some really good, like really good races, really good results. Just en enjoyed what I, I was doing, you know, like just like kept like a good pace like the whole year. And then when we came into the final, especially for myself, um, because, it, because it was in Germany at Getzen Rodeo, like I, for myself, like one of the best races so far. And so many people, like my whole family was there, you know? So it was definitely for myself, like such a important moment and such a cool moment, you know, like, just to share also this win with all the team and with my whole friends and my family. So I was, I was pretty, pretty happy at this day. <laughs> I would think so. What does it take to become an enduro champion through a season? How many countries do you race in? Um, like different types of terrain. I imagine it varies greatly. Yeah, totally. Like we got so many different races going on, you know, like, especially over the whole year, like, extreme enduro races then we got them cross country races then like some super fast like more motocross racing you know so we have to be good in like in every kind of kind of terrain and i think that's that's the cool thing about the west series you know like they try to put it together into like one series which mm -hmm. is insane and i think it's it's super rare that they that they that they came up with this idea and and now, like, you have to be good in every kind of situation. Yeah. So you you got seven top fives, I believe, out of eight championship starts. Is that yeah. a rare accomplishment for the top guys, or is that is that common? Um, I would say I'm pretty consistent. Like, try to be like Dungey, I would say. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> try to make the Dungey move, you know? Like, <laughs> I think I – think, for, for sure myself it's always i'm trying my best and could go into the races and and just race my heart out but you know like i'm i'm also happy with a third place or even like a top five in cup of races or like already such a good achievement because the level is just so high so like i would say there are like 10 guys who could win a race or okay even lose it you know so it's it's pretty pretty hard at the moment so i think i <laughs> I 
was proud or appreciated also the the fifth places in in the in the year right I mean, yeah i would i would think yeah. again with that type of racing i mean the the equipment has to make it i mean I, i'm sure you get flat yeah. you probably run mooses though so yeah we run mooses but you know in in some races they're just so long and we'll race for like i don't know like at romaniacs like four days in a row every day eight hours racing and you're like suffering and you have to keep your bike together and you know like get everything like everything has to like go into the right direction to yeah to be strong we're going to talk about romaniacs in a minute i, I watched yeah. that video that was i want to talk about your father though he got you into the enduro um he's a very well-known and accomplished enduro rider it sounds like yeah. um what was that like as a child was it something that you wanted to do immediately or did he kind of push you into it and you fell in love with it gradually how'd that work as a child um nah he actually never pushed me into this direction like he like i got my first bike when i was five like in the first 10 years or 11 years i was only riding trials and then he got into enduro and and he never like that's why i'm appreciating him so much because he yeah. never pushed me into this direction you know it was always always my decision if we're gonna go riding or not so that's good we see you know we see a couple of kids you know like just push from their dads and and try to get better and trying their hardest but at the end it's not working or they they just lose the fun with like riding dirt bikes and he always like never pushed me so that's why i think i think i'm i decided to to maybe try this pro thing you know and now yeah. now we're in the yeah, I would say on a good level. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. I've talked to a lot of the guys recently that people have interviewed, and we talk about, especially here in America, motocross is what we mainly focus on. Yeah. Uh, but it's a very family-oriented sport. People, the amateur scene, the families travel from race to race. So having your dad involved with you as a child in something you both love, and, be, and then you become a champion, that's got to be a pretty special moment to have that father-son bond and have him part of it and be able to experience that with you. Yeah, totally. You know, like he, I was with him at the races, and now he's with me at the races. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, now, and for myself to have him at the races is super, super important. You know, just to make some decisions, even if it's only like a tire decision with tire, which tire we are running, or something like this. Oh, you cool. know, so um, he is just so like experience. Like he has just so many, so many experience. You know, so it's it's definitely important to. To have a guy there who, who helps you and and makes some decisions for you, and you can focusing only on racing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Is there something that he did when he was younger and in his prime that maybe he was better at than than you, or something that you wish you could do? Any any abilities? Um, I mean, you're pretty right good. Now, <laughs> now, right now, I would say like. Um, my speed got way better than his one, you know, yeah. like in a couple of, couple of years ago, it was way more, um, more extreme and only extreme races. So he didn't have to focus in so much on motocross or cross country races. So um, I would say like f for him or like what he did, you know, like to win or like not to win, but yeah, actually to win Romaniacs on a 450, you know, like four stroke BMW, like, Everybody was on a two-stroke, and we. I think everybody knows like the two-stroke, 300 two-stroke is like the most famous enduro bike for extreme. And then he just shows up with like a 
big heavy bike. I don't want to <laughs> say it's like a like a shitty bike, but you know, like it's it's definitely a four stroke and like a right. big machine. So I think I think he achieved quite a lot um, in the last couple of years. So I'm definitely proud of him. But different times, different. I understand. Times. Yeah. So I was going to ask you about that. The, I noticed, you know, a lot of the enduro guys ride two strokes, yeah. and being, you know, here in America and moto and slow vet like myself, I ride a four stroke because it's easy. I was going to ask yeah. you why why the two strokes are so popular, but I guess is it mainly because of weight? Mainly, mainly because of weight, and you don't have like the the like not the like we need the talky feeling, but it's more about the handling, and then don't feel so heavy, you know, and you're like. <laughs> We have to lift quite often our bikes around, you know, like we have to go off the bike and push the bikes and <laughs> saw that and like that's a sh shitty situation, but we have to do it. So yeah. it's it's definitely like uh, like a big advantage if you have a if you have a light bike compared to a heavy, heavy four stroke bike. Okay, so you yeah. talked about starting out on trials and that was at uh, five years old, I believe. Yeah, five years old, made some European championships then like some local ones, you know, and like I, when I think I turned 15, my dad took me to Erzberg. Um, like I told my mom that I'm going to watch Erzberg, but in the <laughs> end I ended up racing it. <laughs> so um, it was good. And since then I, I enjoyed it so much and was like, I, I wanna, I wanna ride Enduro and I wanna, wanna try to get a pro in there. Right. Now, the trials that you rode, is that like what they do here in the States where you can't put your foot down and, and yeah. oh my yeah. God. Yeah, that's... full full trial style. And, and we see like nearly everybody out of like out of the extreme in those sport right now is coming out of trials, you know. Okay. Graham, he was such a good trials rider. Yeah. Tony was riding trials. Teddy was riding trials, you know. Like I think everybody learns pretty good how to ride a dirt bike in, in trials for sure. It's not as it's not as interesting as motocross for the Americans, but I disagree. I disagree. It's just mind blowing because I don't have that kind of balance or or um, technique. I just don't have have it. I've rode a trials bike one time, and yeah. it was terrible. I mean, I just I can't do it. I I, I just don't have that skip skill. And yeah. guys like yourself blow me away. The technique, watching you ride on your your helmet cam videos, are just there's stuff you do that I wouldn't. I would probably just go home. <laughs> so, yeah sometimes we're at an uphill and i'm like at the bottom and you can't see the top and you're like yeah oh my god oh my god you know it's gonna be a long way up <laughs> yeah yeah you're you, you're very inspiring to watch what you do it's pretty amazing Man, um, appreciate it. yeah so and i want to talk about erzberg in a minute too but why why did you decide on enduro is it the challenge of it the freedom is there something about it in particular that just made you say this is what I love I think it's just so cool because um, you try to make the impossible possible you know like sometimes especially also I think you have this feeling already from trials because you go up this I don't know like three feet step and then you wanna make it bigger and bigger and bigger and I think that's the same feeling what you have in Enduro you know like if you don't make it up uphill, you try it again and you try it again and if yeah. you make it up, you're like, yes, man. And this feeling, what you have, like this achievement, um, I think that's that's why I'm loving it so much. Yeah, it's, it's I, I can understand the personal gratification of accomplishing, again, motocross, everyone's going around the same track over and over and over. 
And like watching what you were doing, like especially the Romaniacs video, like finding different lines and looking and there's people spotting and saying, oh, go this way or go that way. And you're looking and I think it's more personally gratifying, I would think. I just, I want to go right off road after watching you do that, but I don't want to do the stuff you do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but actually the cool thing is, you know, about our races as well. Like we always got them amateur classes or like them sometimes they have a different track, you know, and it's also so cool because every everybody race the same race, you know, at the end, you know, like yeah. in, in motocross, we see in like MXGP or nationals or supercross, you know, like there are a couple of guys, but at the end it's like 50 riders and at Erzberg, for example, there are 1,800 riders. Yeah. And everybody's trying to go on the same, like the same goal, you know, they want to to finish this race. Yeah, and very few of those guys actually finish, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, 2014 uh, FIM Super Enduro Junior World Champion, 15 wins out of 18. What, what made that possible to win 15 races uh, again? Your ability, equipment, uh, terrain, just your your talent. What do you think? Uh, we lost you. I think we yeah. lost you. Hmm? Yeah, I lost you for a second. I got you back. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, totally. Like, I think, I think I was just confident, if I'm to be honest. You know, like, okay. it was my second year in Super Enduros, like, in the junior class, you know, and then... Um, I was at this point like 16, you know, like still one of the youngest um, out of out of the out of the class, and and at the end, like I won the first three races, like I nearly lapped everybody, and wow, just went went like this, you know, like confidence was there, bike was good, like my training was good, you know, like I I think it's so much also like racing about with your head, you know, like if you're like feeling, feeling pretty good and you have like, I, uh, we're going to go out there. We're going to try my best. And at the end it worked out. So I was, I was super pumped with this season. It was my first year with Red Bull or like I, I got the contract maybe like two months before Super Enduro and then okay. we won it right away, which, which was super nice. Yeah. Well, since you mentioned Red Bull, um, Red Bull factory KTM and most two-wheeled motorsports seems to be almost dominating the world to a degree. We saw championships with Ryan Dungey, uh, Perling, yourself. KTM really has something special right now, and and Red Bull supporting them. What do you think it is about that team? Is it just the the team itself and how hard they're willing to work? Uh, You know, what do you think makes them so successful? Yeah, totally. I think think they're doing such a great job, you know. Like, they try – to have this family feeling as well, you know, like we're going into the races and it's always super easy and like super fun to work with the other guys. And I think for myself, you know, it's the first year in like the full factory team and before I was always supported. And now I think with my teammates, it feels really good, you know, like the whole chemistry from like manager, mechanics, riders, everybody who is involved it's just, it's just such a cool family, and I think that's why that's why the the success is there. You know, like the bike is great. They try to put a lot of time into the development part, so they okay. always always try to to get it better and try to to stay also on this level. You know, like 
you you have to like if you win the car for like 16 times and now now they lost it this year but yeah. um you know they want to be want to be back on top so yeah you're you're too young to probably remember to know this but in the late 80s early 90s that, that's how honda was honda was unlimited yeah. with budget they would do whatever it took and they dominated for a number of years because of that and yeah i see ktm doing that it's it's something special and i think yeah they yeah. they definitely saw something in you so that's really cool um you're 22 correct 22 turning actually 22 tomorrow oh wow well happy birthday tomorrow you're you're a baby <laughs> um yeah you're you're more than half my age so that makes me sad um look, no you problem. Go fast, uh, you're i i learned i learned this week age is only a number yeah that's <laughs> what they tell you how you feel that's what they tell you until you get my age and everything hurts yeah. and yeah and you're tired all the time and yeah, so yeah, for now, yeah, it's only a number until you get older. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you're young, you're accomplished. Um, f from what I've seen, you always seem in good spirits and smiling and happy. Yeah. But what's the secret of life to you? What What is it about life? What is it that makes you who you are? I think like my secret about life, boy, that's a good question, huh? Yeah. Well, that, that, uh, you know, from like, that was from Fabrizio from Acherbis. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I would say, like, for me, you know, it's just important. Go out there. Give always your best, you know. It doesn't matter what you're doing. It, if it's, like, going out for a mountain bike ride with your friends and or, you know, like, you always want to make the best out of every situation. And, and I think this spirit, like, it also shows my success, you know, like I'm going into a race and I'm like, yeah, I'm going, I'm going to give my best and I will never give up, you know, like it doesn't matter if, if you struggle sometimes, you know, sometimes also injuries or whatever, you know, like play yeah. into the road as well. But at the end you have to give, have this like, yeah, fact is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. give your best, you know, so, so I think that's really important. That never give up attitude. That's what Tim Geiser said yesterday. And I think that's yeah. that's where part of what a champion is. Um, I want to ask you this. I talked to Ricky Brabeck last week, and I talked to Tim Geiser about the same question. Um, Ricky says that if he takes any time off to, to relax or to hang out with his friends or watch movies, he feels like he's not furthering himself. He needs to always be working towards being better. Do you feel that way 24 seven? Are you able to find some downtime and relax and say, go fish or do something else? Um, like I would say for me is like downtime is for sure. Always having like a good time with my mates, you know, like just like, I'm such a big fan from mountain biking or downhill riding, you know, like it's such a big part of my, of my training as well, you know? So for me, downtime is already like, going out for a mountain bike ride with your friends and then have like a good good dinner afterwards or something like this so i can i can definitely switch off this feeling and like okay. completely relax but at the end you're like after like two weeks or something like this you know <laughs> or if you go for holiday or whatever yeah like, yeah now let's go back to work you know okay but, but i think I that's think good also, i think it's i think it's important to have this feeling you know like to yeah. to really switch off and and for me, it's super important just to get my mind free again, you know, like doing something else and doing what you love to do. Yeah, you need to be able to relax a little bit. I, I think a guy yeah. like Ricky who can't relax, it makes him who he is. I mean, he yeah. won the car, 
But at the same time, when you get older, I think you might look back and be like, man, I didn't really, you know, I didn't relax any, and, and you might get burnt out yeah. earlier, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, yeah, but like you said, though, the, what you mentioned riding mountain bikes is your fun, but that's still sort of training at the same time. Yeah, so. yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. So it's like right. not like laying on the pool or whatever and like yeah, have yeah. like a full-time relax because I'm already yeah. relaxed when I'm going out of for a mountain bike ride. So right. you have like this, yeah, we're still doing something. Sure. In like in the back mind or something like this. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Erzberg. So youngest rider to ever finish Erzberg. I think you said 15, but I, I thought it was 16. So did was it? Did you ride do it more than once or was it um, Yeah, like 16 was my first finished year before it was like, like not like a, yeah, actually the first year was 16 when I raced okay. there. Um, so it was super, like, I was so impressed with myself, you know, like when I saw the finish line, I was like, oh my God, I made it happening. I couldn't yeah. believe it, you know, like, right. it's like the hardest race in the year. And, you know, I still have the, the youngest finisher thing at Erzberg, which is super nice. You know, it's like 25 years already since this race and, and to have like this, this name and in the list it's it's insane yeah i've read a lot about that race and i've seen pictures of that race and most guys it sounds like don't even finish so technically i mean 16 years old you're a boy and you're going to yeah. a man's race and you finish why one why did you want to race that at 16 and then that just is there is was that the best feeling you've ever felt so far or is the championship surpassed that um, the championship passed that I would say okay. because it was just such a cool moment, but it's definitely one of my best memories so far, you know, like I knew I came into this race. I got a rental bike actually from a friend <laughs> <Okay>. of mine <laughs> Okay. Um, because my dad was still with the old Husqvarna factory team and I couldn't like kickstart it because there was no installer. So I got a friend's KTM who bored me for this race and I was like, yeah, let's try my best. And then I got so good at the end and felt like really good, super tired. Like I cramped up everywhere nearly. I had to stop sometimes, like just to put my legs straight and everything. Yeah. But then I was in the finish and it was like, oh my God, we just done it. Like it was, you know, like best thing ever. And then my my dad came, he got another podium at Erzberg. And that's awesome. Yeah, it's super, super sweet. I, I just can't even imagine accomplishing something like that at that age. I mean, at that age, I just wanted to play video games and talk to girls, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so Red Bull or Maniacs? This is the first video I watched of you when I pulled you up on YouTube, and I watched your helmet cam. And now you talk about like, getting done with Erzberg and being so glad to see the finish line. I watched this little video that was edited together, and I was exhausted by the time you got to the finish line. Yeah. That race, like, there were so many things that blew me away. Watching you go up the the cliff, basically, and zigzag back and forth. And there were other riders that were stopped and taking pictures of you. And there were fans <laughs> cheering for you. Like, Enduro seems really cool. I mean, it just seems like it's uh, laid back to a degree. Yeah. I mean, just what's that like going up the cliff and having spectators in the way and helping and other riders taking pictures of you? What was that event like? It was 
crazy. Like, I, I, it, unbelievable, I would say. Like, yeah. this year, you know, like me and Alfredo, we have such a tight racing going on, like the whole four days, you know, and you're like super exhausted. And then you came to some spots where like just people are everywhere and cheer for you and make pictures. And like, especially sometimes you're also racing with the bronze riders on the same track and they're like, yeah, let's go, Manny, let's go, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's for myself, it's one of the best races in the, in the season, you know, like you're, you, like the achievement, what you have in the finish when you've done it, is even finishing this race, you know, it's yeah. such a cool, cool feeling and such a good memory. So I, I really enjoy this race. And, and this year, you know, in the finish, super tight racing, it was even more, more excitement there. Yeah. So we, I see the question on the screen here. What is the hardest race in WESS? Is that, is that Romaniacs? Yeah, I would say yeah. it's just so physical and so brutal for your body. Um, like the other races are done in like a day or like two days. But if you have to ride for like five days, mm -hmm. it, it can makes you really, really tired, you know, and we have to wake up at like 4 p.m. in the morning, go on the bike at like six, then race until two, then sleep all day and then race again the next day, you know, so yeah, that's hard. Yeah, uh, it's, it's hard. A couple other highlights. I saw that video. There was some moment. You're, you're a Red Bull rider, and you got yeah. to the top of the hill, I believe. And there was like Rockstar. They were wearing Rockstar uh, energy drink clothes. I don't know if they're part of the team or just fans, but they were cheering you on. So it was like yeah. what I saw was like another team supporting yeah. you. Is yeah. that a big? Is that pretty common in enduro? Um, like I'm always saying, you know, like. For sure, in racing, like the riders especially, for sure everybody has a knife in his mouth. But at the end, <laughs> at the end, you know, like in the paddock, we're like a big family, you know, like okay. everybody respects each other. And, you know, we also need it sometimes. Um, if you make a mistake in the forest and you're completely by your own, like the next guy who can help you is the next rider, actually, you know. So if you pass a rider, for example, and you're like, are you okay? It's always the first question. And he, if he gives you a go, then you go. But if he's like, nah, please stop, then you always stop, you know? So I think okay. that's why there's just so much respect there because we need the other guys and, and the teams, I think, have the same mentality as well, you know? Like, they're, they're happy for everybody. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I mean, especially when you say when you're out there and there could be life and death, I would assume, at times in that kind of terrain. Yeah. Um, the other thing I saw was like some of the cliffs that you had to climb and there's people grabbing on your bike with, whether with their hands or hooks to pull you up. Um, and, and it looked like there were some times where you were just hanging off the back of the bike off of the cliff almost. Is that, was that accurate footage? I mean, it's hard to tell from a helmet cam, but it looked like it was almost vertical. Yeah. I, like at Romania, sometimes I can't understand why they put it in because I think there's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's no chance to ride it by your own. Sometimes you literally need the help from the spectators. So, um, yeah, sometimes it's vertical and them 90 degree steps are yeah. are in the forest quite often. So you're yeah. always happy, happy um, for a couple of hands who pull you up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, so we talked a little bit about mountain biking. What other type of training do you do? Um, 
like in between races or an off season, do you travel to different areas to try to ride different terrain? Do you focus on any motocross, anything like that? Um, yes, totally. Like for myself, I'm doing uh, like coming from trials, you know, like at the beginning I had to improve quite a lot in, in motocross just to get the speed. So I'm still like maybe going riding motocross twice a week if I got like, if I'm not traveling or something like this. And then always try to find a balance. Like I changed my training maybe two years ago. So I'm riding a little bit more and doing the sports, what I'm enjoying. So doing way more riding, riding different terrains. Like I'm traveling quite a lot to Italy because um, I got a good friend there and he has like a good spot for training. So um, I'm doing quite a lot of different things, but at the end it's most of the time gym sessions, mountain bike riding and motor or like riding, riding yeah. motorbike. Seat time at least. Yeah, seat um, time. Okay, first non-American rider to win the uh, Tennessee Knockout Extreme Enduro. How does that? How does the American Enduro compare to what you usually do, what you're used to? Oh, did Did you hear that? Uh, um, um, you can be honest. If it's, it's, yeah, I think it's cool. Like when I came the first year, I was I was exhausted. I nearly threw up in the finish because I was so dead especially if you're not used to the humidity, you know, in yeah. Tennessee, in August, it's quite hot and the humidity is so high. So um, the race is like the final is just like 30 minutes, but you race nearly all day long. So you have to like kind of save the energy for the final. And then, okay. and then the final is like only two minute lap and you're doing multiple laps and you're tired at the end, you know, so um, it's different from the type of racing what I'm used to and it's always after Romaniac so you always do like long trainings you know yeah. <laughs> um, before Romaniacs so I was super proud when I when I won it this year you know like um, actually at the end with a really good gap to the other guys um, a little bit sad that Cody was not racing because he was injured but yeah I felt I felt pretty strong and and in enduro races is also quite often that you need experience um, at the races, you know, like if you do it the first time, it's always really hard to, to go out there with a win. How was the travel to the United States? It's a pretty good little trip. Uh, I mean, did you, did you enjoy your time in America other than, yeah, other than the racing part? Yeah, totally. Like at Tennessee, it was always short trips for myself, like always like a weekend trip, but okay. Um, in February, when I came for King of Motos, I stayed like two weeks longer in California for motocross riding. So me and my best mate, Jeff, we rode, like, rode nearly every day on a different track. At the end, we were like, nah, I can't <laughs> ride anymore. You know, you're like, yeah. you're just so exhausted. You're like, okay, it's the last day. Yeah, let's go out for a ride. But at the end, you're like, now I'm done, you know, so yeah. Um, at this time, I, I actually enjoyed the first time, like the proper, proper, yes, I would say before it was always short trips and not much of time. Uh, and I saw in one of your videos in America, you got some Mexican yeah. food. Uh, yeah. How'd you like that? Did you like, did you like the food over here? Yeah, for sure. Mexican is always good. Yeah, always good, fresh and healthy and big fan of smoothies and stuff like this and get a fresh <laughs> juice, you know, so yeah, like, not really famous like where in Europe, I would say so. Okay. 
So it's way more like an American thing where yeah, I, was, here, I was definitely here, happy about this. <laughs> here in Texas where I live, we, we eat a lot of Mexican food. That's like every yeah. other restaurant's a Mexican food restaurant. So we, yeah, once this coronavirus thing go, goes away, that's the first place we're going. <laughs> get, Perfect. Get that's good. That sounds good. <laughs> how has the, uh, the coronavirus affected you? Is it slowed anything down? Yeah, totally. You know, like at the beginning, we had to stay at home as well. Like the good thing with Germany, the lockdown was um, so ruled that we can still go outside and do our sport, sport by our own. So like all tracks were closed, but at the end, I could still go for a mountain bike ride or just go for a run or whatever. So it was not like that we had to stay in the house completely, which was, yeah. which I was really happy about it, you know, like just to, just to go out and enjoy the nature for myself. It's really important because yeah. I'm doing most of the stuff outside. So I'm not a really good indoor trainer. <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm happy because at the end it also slowed down and it got a little bit relaxed, but now we have to go back racing, you know, it's time. Yeah. It's time to get back to it for sure. Um, we got yeah. about eight or eight to 10 minutes left. So I got a couple more questions for you. Yeah. What's, what's your favorite place you've ever rode? Is there one? My favorite place I ever rode, um, I would say the Romanian forest. That's okay. so good riding, you know, like yeah. it's, at the end, it's still the race, but sometimes, I, the first time when I was down there at Romaniacs, I stopped sometimes because I was so, like, so excited and so blessed while we were racing, you know? Like, it's just such a cool terrain, and you come out um, one uphill, and then you have, like, open fields, and you're in the middle of nowhere. So I think this, this terrain is, is pretty sick. I like that, that you took, you kind of took a second to smell the roses, as they say, to kind of yeah. to enjoy the moment. That's, that's special. You'll remember that for a long time. Yeah, um, totally. Is, is it enduro underrated? And if so, why? I would say a little bit, you know, like motocross is just so big. So <laughs> it's really hard to, to, to be on the, on the same spot. And I think, I think now Enduro is even like growing at the moment, which is nice mm -hmm. to see, especially as a rider or an athlete to, to see uh, yeah, the sport is growing. So that's, that's pretty nice. Um, but at the end, a couple of guys have no idea what like real Enduro riding is, you know? So, yeah. so uh, it's good that Red Bull is putting in quite a lot of time to like present the sport way bigger and to make it bigger, which is super nice. So, so there's more stuff coming up, which is, which is important. Yeah, agreed. Um, okay. So what, what's the future for Manny? Um, would you ever, I, I know this is a different type of racing, but would you ever yeah. think about maybe coming and trying Baja or trying Dakar or something a little different? <laughs> Nothing planned yet. Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> Like you already said, like I'm 22 now, so yeah. I hope I can stick a little bit around um, where I'm at right now because I think I got a good program, I got a good setup, and I'm showing what I'm doing. So in the future, we never know, um, but I can't say completely no that I wouldn't be interested to do some other races, you know? Like you always have to have an open mindset and maybe do something else, and yeah. In the future, maybe in 15 years, you know, yeah. 
maybe maybe we're gonna raise Taka, but at the end okay. we don't know. Well, hey, let me let me tell you that 15 years is going to go by fast. Once you start getting in your mid 20s, <laughs> it goes quick. And yeah, hope, if, hopefully not. Hopefully, I can stick a, a little bit around a little bit longer. Yeah, and uh, if you come back to Tennessee, that's only I don't know six eight hours for me. I have to come up and check that out. I've never been to an enduro event. Come oh, up yeah. and get a chance to meet you. Uh, last question: With championships, success, a little bit of fame comes a lot of obligations, responsibilities, and expectations um how are you balancing that and like do you like doing media stuff like you're doing right now um i'm fine with it like i think it's it's important and it's also part of the job you know so i think i think i'm always open to to film a funny video or do something cool for sponsors you know so i think it's it helps a lot also for the relationships between the sponsors you know sometimes sometimes you have no idea who is actually behind this email or whatever and it's it's i think it's important just to just to do something like this you know so i'm i'm big fan of stuff like this uh, i started last year to help out with red bull the nuts and boltons vlog so if you want to watch it it's pretty good like me and paul bolton yeah. doing like this vlog like behind the scenes at like the whole west races so just to show just to show the people and like what we are doing and just to make the sport bigger you know like everything helps everything helps media wise to make the sport bigger and i think that's the goal of the athlete you know like just to make the sport bigger yeah and i i'm definitely going to start i'm following you now on instagram and i'm gonna start following you on on youtube and keeping up with it because it's it's really impressive and like i said i didn't follow it before but i i definitely need to i have a lot of respect for what you do and it's really amazing Thanks. um I want to thank you for coming on here. I want to thank uh, Cherubis Motorsports, Cherubis USA. For decades, Cherubis has been the leader in moto, plastic, and products. Visit Cherubis USA at Cherubis.com. Go to your local dealership and ask for Cherubis. Manny, thanks, man. Um, good luck the rest of the day. I know you have more stuff to do. Uh, appreciate you coming on. It was really an uh, honor to meet you. No problem, no problem. I enjoyed it. Nice to meet you as well. And maybe see you sometimes at TKO probably, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, if, if you come, I'll make it up there. Okay, sweet. <laughs> okay, thanks again. Ciao, man. Bye. All right, bye.